This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Shirts for the Scene. Head over to thepopcoproject.com and you can purchase your favorite band tee. We are raising money for the local artist in northeastern Pennsylvania whose income was drastically affected by COVID-19 since the world shut down all the way back in March of last year. Hard to believe we've been going through this for almost a year now, but that's why this fundraiser is so important. Artists and musicians' income has been next to nothing, and by buying a t-shirt on the online store, your purchase will directly have an impact as the proceeds go to the band whose shirt you are buying. There are over 100 bands, artists, and venues to choose from, but the store will be closing at the end of March. So go to thepopgoproject.com and purchase your shirt today. That's thepopgoproject.com, and click the link for Shirts for the Scene and Shirts of the Scene is made possible by Axelrad Screen Printing in Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania. Visit them online at axelradarmy.com. My guest today served as an account executive for The Weekender from 2005 to 2007. She was actually hired before she even finished her last semester of her senior year of college. For those of you who don't know, The Weekender back in the day was the Bible when it came to arts and entertainment in northeastern Pennsylvania. Katie and I would butt heads often, but we figured out the reason behind that. And it was because of our strong personalities and both of us needing to have the last word. But like most of our weekend relationships, we were like brother and sister. We talk a lot about the fun we had at the weekend while she was there, some of her favorite memories, her next chapter of her career at Mohegan Sun Casino in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, the effects the pandemic has had on that job, as well as the small business that she and her husband have, and a whole lot more. Like most of these weekender files, it was so much fun catching up with Katie and hearing about where her life is today especially as a wife and mother. Welcome to the show, Katie Borkowski, or as I knew her at The Weekender, Katie Gross. And we are live with Katie Gross. Katie Gross. I haven't been Katie Gross. Oh my God. In 11 years. Yes. Now Katie Borkowski, correct? Yeah, that's right. You got it. Some people like slaughter that. They're like Borkowski. I'm like, it's pretty okay. easy, right? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty easy. It's or you can just, how we'll, we'll embarrass them and we'll call them Rye Guy. Rye Guy. Everyone knows them as Rye Guy. <laughs> Everyone knows them. Oh, poor Rye Guy. I know. I should have had him make like his cameo appearance here. But I sent them upstairs. I said, go watch Seinfeld or do something. That sounds like a good idea. Yeah, we, we just started getting into Seinfeld. And it's, I've never watched it before. And it's what? So funny. I have never seen it. No, ever. Katie, Katie. Mm-hmm. come on. I mean, it is funny. Like belly laugh funny. I, I've seen every episode probably five times at least. And I still watch it every time I can. We just saw the episode, not to bore everyone, but we just saw the episode when um, uh, George was the marine biologist and he was oh, yeah. saving the whale. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he pulls out the, the golf ball and Kramer's like, is that a Titleist? <laughs> All in one. All in one. <laughs> Such a fun show. Yeah, I love the, the way George tells that story about how he climbed the whale and reached his <laughs> hand into the blowhole. He knew it was an obstruction and he, he tidal wave took him and yeah. landed him right on the blowhole. Oh my God. I laughed so hard. The sea was angry that day, my friends, like a, <laughs> like a, something sending back soup in a deli. <laughs> That's, oh my God. How do you remember all of that? 
I like great, have the I mean, worst it's a, memory. It's a great moment in TV history. Oh, it is good stuff for sure. Oh, I so. hope you're drinking, by the oh, way. Oh, uh, it's not a weekend okay. party without a drink. Okay. I, I, I didn't want to drink tonight again. Like last I week never. with Nikki, I didn't want to drink. But it just feels right. It, yeah, it does. It does. So here we go. You know what sure. it actually felt like? Like, I'm not going to lie. 830 is really late for me. Like, and I'm sure now with the babe, you, it's late for you. Like we wouldn't leave the house until, I don't know, 10, 1030. And we would pregame. So I felt like I was pregaming. Yeah. And I got like dressed, put a little makeup on. Touched <laughs> up. This is your night out. This is this a is my night, night out. out. <laughs> Oh, my oh, Lord. Man. So Katie was an account executive at The Weekender from, and if I'm wrong, correct me, mm-hmm. 2005 to 2007. Yes. Yeah. So I started The Weekender while well, you and I went to college together. Yeah. And I feel like you even had a, the job locked up before you finished. I did. I did. And I remember actually, I don't know, I was thinking about this yesterday or the day before, were we in a, like a psychology class or something together? It was right at the tail end of our senior year. We were in a Photoshop class together. Was it a Photoshop? Photoshop class. It was in a, I believe it was a Photoshop with uh, Jane, Jane, Jane Clemens. Jane Keeler Moore, Clemens Moore. Yeah, she, yeah. I still hear or talk to her from time to time. Okay. But um, I remember you saying like, oh, I wait. Um, I interned there and I had just said that I had just gotten the job. It was literally about a month and a half before I graduated. And I'll I'll never forget it. I started part-time and um, Joe student sat next to me because he was at the end of the cube. He was the editor at the time I was in the middle and um, I don't know who was next to me. I think Uh, Jerry, there was a Jerry guy. Remember that? I think Jerry was gone by the time I got there full time. But he was there. No, no, no. No, what was his name? Uh, Shoot. I Um, I know who you're talking about. Anyway. Yeah. I remember studying for finals and Joe student quizzing me on like all of the things. I would have index card cards and he would be quizzing me on for my finals. That's fine. So I thought this is a really cool gig that I'm like getting paid to learn a new adventure, but they're also helping me finish college. Yeah. So I remember you, I think you spoke out loud to the teacher. Um, that sounds about right. And I overheard it. And uh, part of me was a little jealous because I mean, when I interned there, all I wanted to do after that was work at the weekender. And you were, you sat across the room from me. Um, what we did I really, wear that day? That, <laughs> That day you may have been in like a a, a black power suit. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, but no, I mean we never really spoke in class. I mean, I I mean I was there in spirit, but I mean like my mind was checked out with senior year and it was elective. Now looking back on that, I wish I would have paid more attention to Photoshop class because I could definitely use that now. I know the base, very basics of Photoshop. I mean, at this point, though, if you don't use it every single day, it is you like you forget. Yeah, I, I didn't even know the basics. I think um, not, not think I, I know that uh, the work that I had to hand in was not even done by me. Uh, <laughs> don't put this on record. <laughs> no, it's got to be like a some kind of statute of limitation, right? 
I, I, there has to be. We're, we've been out a long time. So yeah, it's been, what, it'll be 16 years. Oh God, don't say that. I literally that? just um, looked at somebody's ID and they were born in 2002. Well, Katie, listen to this. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, so anyone who's turned 21 this year was born in 2000. That's, that's, in, that's insane. Yeah. It makes me feel really, really old. Yeah, we're not young. Well, I still feel like I'm 24 years old. But you look old. fantastic, Katie. You do. You know, <laughs> Thanks, you're, 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 you're aging like that wine you're drinking. And you're <laughs> a mom right. now, and you're married, and mm-hmm. life is good, right? Mm-hmm. Life is good. It's been really good. Adventurous. And I thought, you know, nothing could top the weekender days and the, the you know, um, my the years of my 20s until I had my son. I mean, and you, I know you could attest to this. And it's like the most fun. Um, I can't really talk about it too much because I get so emotional because that's just how, how like, I mean, I think any parent feels this way, but I'm a little more emotional just because I don't know. It, it's just such a great blessing. And yeah. I'm just so thankful that I get to experience it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you saw or not, but I posted a video on my Facebook page a day or two ago. And oh, of the giggles? Yes. I mean, this I is- I watched that probably 10 times a day and I almost started crying at just happiness, you know, tears of happiness. Just like, you know, I just can't believe that like this is. I know. No. Those are the moments that are going to be embedded into your mind for the rest of your life. Like I'm telling you, those giggles don't, those little sweet little giggles don't last forever. So yeah. Just cherish them as they come. Truly. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So let's, let's, let's go back and then we'll, okay. we'll come back to this moment in our lives, but let's go back to the start of the weekend or 2005. You were in college, you already got accepted for the, the job. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how did you, did you just apply to the, like, what made you decide <clears throat> to apply at the weekend and, and want to get that job? Believe it or not, I think it was my dad who saw the pay. I mean, he works in a machine shop. So all the, all the guys would get the weekender. And my dad was looking in, I guess the, the classified section and there was a, um, a posting. So I'm like, Oh, throw my hat into the ring. Like I have no, I, I really didn't know what the weekender, I mean, I knew what it was, but I didn't know what it entailed. Um, so I, I submitted my resume. I got a call from Rachel to schedule an interview and the interview was with Christy and Rachel. Um, and I remember walking out of there thinking like, oh my God, Christy Greer is the sweetest woman on this planet. And I still believe that she is, to be yeah. true today. <laughs> I mean, and I thought Rachel was just like, cool. I thought she was like, cool as hell. I'm like, I want to want to hang out with these two. I don't think that about Rachel to this day. I mean, she's at <laughs> I home do. With, her, with her 10 cats right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I got a Christmas card from her. It was the funniest because it was like all of her cats yeah. in different poses that they just do on their own. It uh, was the funniest. Rachel, I'm just kidding. I love you. We love and, you, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> but you've, you've become a little less cool than you were. <laughs> I uh, agree. 16. I think we all have. Yeah. We've I mean, all been. Yeah. Well, it happens, right? We We grow up and get mature and... Uh, you know, do we get mature though? Cause I think I like, maybe some- not. I mean, if a few drinks and I'm probably the same way I was back then, Yeah, <laughs> which is get why I drink a, much less now. <laughs> get me and Rach in a room or me and Janelle or me and Leslie in a room with a few drinks. Get about it. Yeah. It's over. It's over. 
So you had the interview with Katie, Katie, you're Katie, Christy, and Rachel. Mm-hmm. And you left. And I don't remember anything that they asked. Um, I just remember. And I think anyone who knows Rach would know, like she was running late for the interview. <laughs> of course. And I called the phone, not realizing, because after you start working, you realize when the phone rings, it rings overhead. Yes. I, I kept, about that. Wow. I've, I kept like psycho calling because I needed to get access in. And I was so nervous that I was going to be late that I kept ringing, ringing the phone and ringing the phone. Nobody was picking up. And I'm like, oh, my God, they're going to think that I'm late and I'm not late. So all of those, you know, things when you prepare for an interview go through your mind. Right. In reality, she was running late from, you know, being held up at one of the accounts, which, as we know, and had been in the position happens. So, but afterwards, I'm like, oh my God, totally knew that I was blowing up their phone <laughs> like crazy. That's okay. So, um, so yeah, we, I started there May, beginning of May, April, end of April, um, 25th or 2005. And then I left June 27th, 2007 is when I started working for the casino. Yeah, well, and we'll get to that too because I mean that worked out really well for me. I'm not gonna lie. So Thanks thank you for leaving. You're welcome. I was so sad, and I'll, I'll get to it. But like, I bawled my eyes out when I gave my notice, and yeah. sad to hand all of my cherished accounts over to you. I loved it. It was great mm-hmm. for me. I know. I mean, it was awesome. So I think I know you'd kind of attribute it to other people, but I think I've launched your career. <laughs> Maybe not. Uh, you come on. You, have you launched to my sales career. Well, just give me some sort of credit. <laughs> who did I give credit to? I guess. Yeah. I was saying it was Christy because she was, was the Christy. one who interviewed was, me as an intern. It was Rachel. It was blah, blah, blah. So here's you? a funny, here's a funny story, right? So you, you got the job in May or, or April, whatever it was. And then I did apply because uh, there was another sales job open up. And Janelle interviewed for it. Mm-hmm. And then I also interviewed for it. And um, I didn't get it. Janelle did, which was, which was, it worked, it all worked out great. But the funny story was I did the interview and like, I never heard back. And I actually showed up to one of the nights out. And I think it was at one of the bars down, like in Exeter. I want to say like Carms. Was that a bar? Carms, yes. Yeah. I think there was a deck party going on there and the the team was there and I, I showed up and I just wanted to like, you know, show support and, you know, kind of like feel out the situation. I remember running into Rachel again and um, I just, I think I wanted to like to talk to her or whatever. And she's like, Oh yeah, yeah. Well, we'll definitely once, you know, we take care of what we're doing here. And then before I know it, like she's jumping in her car and she left. <laughs> I was like, this is not good. This You're is like, not good. I made every attempt to come down here to show my interest. Yeah. Yeah. So I get, I think uh, the job had already been offered and accepted by Janelle at that point. Mm-hmm. I think, but you know, things work out for a reason. I think I was, like a month or two later, you know, Christina Dugan, now Christina Romanchuk, Romanchuk. I think her name is. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She uh, was leaving and I got the call. I know. So. And see, like, I think it worked out exactly the way it, needed to because everyone was kind of placed almost strategically yeah. in their roles to be as successful as we were. Cause I think 
maybe it's a bold statement to say this, but I think the weekender was at its absolute prime when all of us were, were there. Is that too bold? Um, I don't think so. Cause I mean, I, I feel that way and I'm sure. I mean, and it, it only excelled from there. Um, so, you know, I, I, I don't know. I think Janelle had the Scranton t- territory. I had, you know, everything on, um, like from, I think it was 44 all the way down to Bloomsburg, mm-hmm. um, and out to the back mountain, you were killing it with like coming up with creative promotions and, you know, really kind of working what we had been working with, you know, with uh, the, the owners of the bars and restaurants. And so I, I don't know, I think it was really a good, a really good time. I feel like, you know, to go off what you're saying, I feel like we just, all of us kind of immerse ourselves into the product itself. Like, yeah. and this is not taking away anything from anyone prior to us. Cause I'm sure. Oh no, no. Everyone, no. everyone kind of, you know, did their part, but like, I don't, I feel like we were more visible. I think we were constantly out in the public doing this and doing that and like, you know, parades and I don't know, maybe we're wrong, but I mean, I I just feel like from a, you know, we were all around the same age, except for Rachel. She was much older than we were. I'd always throw that in her face. I'm like, you are so old. old. (laughs) Now we're we're old. No, I I just feel like, you know, we just had that, like, we were just more visible. That camaraderie. We all like kind of blend it well together. We work together well. We, like Nikki had mentioned, we fought like cats and dogs, but at the end of the day, you know, there was a moment that I thought that you really didn't like me. Me? Yeah. You know, this is not something I'm proud of, but I've, I've, and I'm like, literally, I think I have like a heart of gold and I'm sorry if I ever made you feel that way. No, I mean, I wasn't like hurt by it because like part of me, and maybe it's just our personalities and I don't know what it is, but I don't want to say like part of me didn't like you, but we just had, we just had, I don't know, like, I think we were both like, we have like, we're very, like, I'm not upset by it at all. Like, and I, I don't even look back on it saying like, oh, she hated me. I hated her at all. Not, not at right. all. Right. I just think we, we just have like, we, I don't know. Like, it's, it's hard to here's, explain. Here's what maybe I could come from it is that we're both driven. Mm-hmm. We're both focused. And when anyone or any obstacle stands in our way, we get frustrated. Yeah, that's fair. That's, that, do you think that's fair? Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I never felt that way about you. <laughs> well, it's good. I never, I, I never really felt that way about you either. I just, no. we, we just had, I think we just had this, like, it was weird. It was, I don't, I don't even know how to explain it, but, and I was trying to think about it before we jumped on this, but I couldn't, uh, but there was always just like, not always, like at times there was like, I just remember like, cause I took care of the Coors Live. So the Coors Live section in the weekender was like almost like. Sacred ground. I mean, it was the best page in the weekender outside of the the model and man, really, because people would turn directly to that page to see, you know, what bars had what bands, because that page that's just, it was just a listing of the bars and the bands that were playing there. And I, I I took, I had to insert, like you came, you guys came back and it was all written on like this big, like, like 11 by 17 sheet of paper, almost maybe bigger than that, because it was, I think it was like taped even. And you guys would come back, you would fill it out and then I would get it and I would have to like, you know, type that up. Mm Mm-hmm. And you would cut, like, it was always Tuesdays too. Like, and like working with these bar owners, like they're very busy. They're very, they're very busy. And like, I feel like they never knew their band schedules until like that Tuesday Mm -hmm. afternoon or late evening. So like you would come back and you would like throw the weekend or live thing on my desk. And I'm like, I I do do all this. Why can't you get it earlier? Um, 
that kind of thing. Like, yeah, you know, that wasn't my fault. I know it wasn't. I mean, I wasn't here <laughs> after you were there. Like, I mean, like, I get it. No, it's one of those things. Like, I think, I think it's like we work so closely with these these bar owners, right? Who are don't have anything together until the last minute, which is rightfully so because they have about a million and one different things happening. But we talk to them all week and we're like, yeah, we're going to get you a good spot, get you a good spot. And they're giving, coming in at the you know last minute and we couldn't guarantee any spots at this point because they were getting filled up. So maybe, I don't know. Yeah, because I had to lay the paper out too. Like I had right. to do all that stuff. Like, so, you know, the owners would hold you up, then you'd hold me up. And I was the one left like just angry about it. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry that you're angry. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I don't. I don't even mean to like talk about it like that because like it wasn't that big of a deal. I just remember yeah. those moments, specifically Tuesdays, right. where like if you I and I ever Tues- butted heads. We, yes, like, I think Tuesdays, Tuesdays everyone butted heads. Like Nikki yeah. would like, um, she would snap. Oh my gosh! And before that, even Leslie would get <laughs> get frustrated. And Leslie's like the sweetest soul. She is. Her and I have remained very, very, very close. She's a sister to me, and she would do anything for anybody at the drop of a hat. But she too, when you like, when we're all like focused on making sure we're doing a good job and doing it well. And on Tuesdays, it was just like, hey, I don't care who's in the office. If you are not helping me, you know, get my stuff done, get out of the way. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of that, really quick. I don't think anyone, and maybe I missed it, but I've watched all of these, but I don't think Thank anyone you. has ever mentioned about how we used to like run from Dan Rowe. Do you remember that? Like when he would come oh, and collect yeah. the money the next day, because yeah. he, we, we would promise him like these bars would give us the cash or the check that they, he needed. Otherwise he wouldn't allow us to, but I would remember like, Oh no guys, Dan Rowe's coming. And we'd duck out the back and go on our way. <laughs> Yeah, shout out Dan Rowe. I wonder what he's doing. I see uh, Trish. uh Trish. She posts a lot of pictures of um their two kids and looks like things are going well. But yeah, Dan Rowe, I forgot about him. Dan Rowe's a good guy. He was he was the hammer though when it came to credit. You didn't mess yeah, with we him. We had to like beg him sometimes because like you know, we got paid commission too. So like we wanted mm-hmm. the ads to run. And it's funny how like, you know, as a sales rep, we're always the people that are in you know face to face with our clients so like everyone else can hide behind like the designers can hide behind um you know their okay. cubicle and dan Rowe can hide in, in his in his office but like we're the ones like they don't think the borrowers don't care you know right who dan Rowe is or who damian pick was or whatever like they just see us and like it's it's our problem yeah Which, yeah and i remember plenty of times and god love rye guy because he like how, you know, tagged along with me because we were dating and, you know, we were very serious at the time. Sorry. You get to see the whole hallway there. Um, but he, I would drag him out until two, three o'clock in the morning to get to a bar on Tuesday to get the cash in hand to give to Dan the next day. Yeah. And he would have to get up and get to work by seven 30 and he did it willingly. And I'm like, Oh my God, how did we survive that time? We were young. That's how we were. Yeah, we were <laughs> some really we good were, nights. That's we were that. young. We didn't care. Yeah. No, that's. that's and right now it's like what quarter to nine. It's past your bedtime. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so See, I have a problem. I don't go to bed. So like, like now, uh, once my kids in bed and like it's like 
time for my wife and I to kind of spend together. And then mm-hmm. she'll tap out kind of, not early, like 10, 10 usually 30. when I go to bed, yeah. But then I will stay up until like midnight watching TV like an idiot. And really? See? Awesome. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just like, I'm like beat. Just life wears you down. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> but I wish I had that energy we had at the weekend because that was... Uh. No, but then we, we can keep up with our kids, no problem. Yeah. I mean, we, we, I, I, there was so many times I came to work, maybe still drunk. Oh my God. I sometimes I'm like, and if my parents are watching this, I'm sorry, but there's times where I would walk into the office and I'm like, Oof, I don't know if I should have drove to work this morning. <laughs> there, there's been like, I guess we could talk about all the crazy times, but two that stick out to me are number one. Um, we were at the St. Patrick's Day Parade and little, or no, I shouldn't say that, but Michael, <laughs> Michael drove. Do you remember this? Um, you were there. We piled all into his RAV4 and he, yeah. was, he decided he, he um, was going to be the DD that day. So whatever we did, we, most of the time we were really responsible, but we were, he, he was the DD for that day and we were on the top floor I think you were already at the car. We were on the top floor at Tinks. Tinks. Remember this? Yeah. We're going down the back um, stairwell and it was crowded. I think back like how in the world was this not a fire hazard? But we were going down and again in weekender gear and jeans and sneakers. And I slipped on what was, I could assume, spilled beer on the steps. Or piss. Or, or piss. <laughs> Probably that. Yeah. Probably. Or puke. <laughs> oh, God. I don't even want to. I don't even want to. No. But I'll never forget this. Michael was behind me. I hit. My foot hit the step. And I took off like lightning all the way down one flight. And I'm like, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, my God. This hurts so bad. Michael's like, get up. Get up. Let's go. I'm like, oh, my God. My leg is so sore. I get to the next that was on the landing. I get to the next flight down like lightning again. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. At this point, I was like dragging my leg. I'm like, oh my God. Michael's like, Katie, pull together. Let's go. We have to go. We have to go. I'm like, oh my God, you're you're forcing me out of here. I then I'm not kidding you. I probably had a bruise this big on my thigh for weeks afterwards. Oh, wow. And because I hit so hard. But Michael's like, just pull it together. Get out of here. <laughs> that was one. What was two? Um, and then the second time, um, you, I passed on 570 tattooing to your, to you as an account, right? Yeah. So Gina at the time was hosting this, uh, I think it was for domestic violence or children. And I, I don't remember what it was, but it was a, um, benefit at the jazz cafe Okay. and she, they were making red vodka snow cones <laughs> it was bad <laughs> i remember i dro- i um ryan dropped me off Good no move. i'm sorry i drove there bad and move. i had just bought a new car i drove there ryan came with his buddy um and which he would do all the time and so i had by the time i got he got there i was just having a good time and poor poor ryan he just always kind of like it's like, oh, she's at it again. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
I, on the way home, I'm like, Raya, he drove my car. He said, I'm like, um, and I didn't live too far from there. I just lived over the bridge. And I go, I think I have to throw up. He's like, do you want me to pull over? I'll pull over. I'm like, yeah, pull over. And then he starts to pull over. I'm like, no, don't, don't, don't. It's fine. Just take me home. No sooner did he hit the gas to go home. I just like uh. threw up everywhere. Vince, my new purse. <laughs> everywhere i'll never forget it the next morning i woke up he goes you need to go downstairs and clean out that car <laughs> oh no oh yeah so it was the the um snow cones with vodka that really got me good that'll do it it was a sunday afternoon like who does that <laughs> <laughs> we did and we were we 22 23 years old that was those were the days those they were the days, the days. i don't know though <laughs> so i mean what was it like for you to be um, a sales rep as a female who is also, I mean, it's no, it's no secret that a lot of bar owners are men. Yeah. So what was that like? I mean, things weren't as PG or, you know, you know what I mean back then. So, I mean, uh-huh. it was, it was probably a, an interesting experience for you. Yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, obviously it was. Um, I think going into these, you, you are intimidated um, going into these bar owners. I know the very first one um, that I walked into, and I've never done this before, but I had um, I'd worked multiple jobs throughout college. I wrote for the Pittston Dispatch. I uh, worked at a small bar called Halftime. Um, yes. I also worked at the Waterfront. And I did like a filing job on the side. I was always keeping busy. I always wanted to con- just keep doing more. Um, so my short time at the waterfront, um, it ended with me walking out. And I never did that. Like, I remember calling my mom um, and crying. I'm like, I can't believe I did that. She's like, you just burned bridges, you know, doing the mom thing. And sure enough, my very first account was the waterfront. Waterfront, yeah. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. And it was the same person I had walked out on. And I'm like, oh. but anyways, going back to your question, it, it was intimidating, but I think, and I think this goes back to who we had in our leadership roles, whether it be Rachel or the people that she reported to. So the Joe Buckowitz of the world, the Susan Kalu's of the world, they allowed us to kind of just be us and to sell the product that way. Because people are going to purchase something if they like you, not so much about the product, but if they have a connection with you. And I think that's the the approach that I took going into these bars and these businesses is like, listen, they have to like me first before they're ever going to buy anything from me. So I built a relationship. So I would go back week in and week out, even if they bought nothing, you know, I would go continuously stop by and just say, Hey, you know, how's it going? How's business going? What's coming up this weekend? And I would, you know, maybe throw it into a Coors Live, even though they're not, they weren't um, advertising with me. And over time they became advertisers and they became friends and they became those individuals that I could turn to and say, Hey, listen, we got a goal to me and I need to pull out an extra ad. And they would pull out an extra ad. And I think it was those relationships that don't happen overnight. They take time to build and to to really um, develop 
that are the lasting, the lasting ones. And so, you know, there were time, you know, I walked into a good group of um, already existing places, but I also got new businesses to come and to join, you know, the weekender. So yeah, I think it's, it was intimidating at first because I'll, I'll rem- I remember a time at the jazz cafe and I forget the, the gentleman's name, Rob, not Rob. You know who I'm talking about. Well, Rob Friedman was the owner. And then no, not him. Tom. Um, yes. I walked in and Tom Moran. Sucked- Tom what? Tom Moran. Was it Tom? I forget. I believe so. Um, I walked in and he had such a poor experience with the weekender prior to me for whoever, I forget the, the guy's name who was before me that I walked in to talk to him and he threw me out. He got literally nose to nose with me in the bar and disrespected the weekender, disrespected everything. I remember I walked out of there in tears and it was a Tuesday and this just goes to show the type of leader that Rachel was and still is, is because it's a Tuesday and every Tuesday is hell day at the, at the weekender. It was constant, you know, business driving everywhere, getting, you know, our ads, making sure that they're running properly. You guys were laying out the ads back in the office. You know, it was just chaos. And I called Rachel and I'm so upset. I bawled my eyes out because this man was like face to face that she said, she's like, where are you? And I was on my way to Rosedale's, which is on the Sansui highway. And she goes, where are you at? I said, I'm in front of the spinning wheel. Do you remember that diner? No. It's across the street from like that, um, the Burger King right there in that cross section, like the CVS. Okay. I know where you're at. Yeah. She goes, stop your car. I'm coming. And she dropped what she was doing on a busy Tuesday and she went into the CVS. She got a card. It was a funny little card. And she filled it out and she met me over at the spinning wheels parking lot. And we went in and we had coffee. And she's like, listen, consider this. Oh, this is her famous word. Consider the source and don't even stress about it. And at that point is when I started to develop thick skin and, at, you know, and not anybody, no one really upset me or bothered me to that point. Cause I, I just kept thinking like, okay, it's not me that they're upset with. And if it is, I will do whatever it takes to correct it, but we'll find a solution to make this experience better for them. So. And one thing I was going to say about you, um, <clears throat> you much like Rachel, much like Susan Kayla, who you mentioned, um, the three of you really had this um, powerful female aura about you guys. Um, which I always really loved. Like a lot of men are intimidated by that. Mm-hmm. I think it's amazing. Um, but going to go off what you said is you didn't let people see you like that. So in front of them, you were tough as nails. I mean, you may have left that account or, or a different account, whatever, and you may have come back to the office and been upset. Right. But that was a place you can do that. Right. But you would never do. You would never let them see that fear uh, in your face, like face to face, which was right. an amazing thing. So, I mean, that's 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 awesome. Thanks. You know, like I think that's something that I just kind of always had in me. My mom, and I see it in my son. I really do. He's a very strong-willed, and at times it's so frustrating. And my mom has said this to me 
And her mother said it to her about me because I was the same way. I was bold. I never backed down. I was always needed the last word. And my mom's mom would always say, don't ever break her spirit. And I, I call my mom and I, you know, bent about, you know, Ben just being so strong-willed and he's, he doesn't, he, he's not afraid of anybody. And she's like, listen, don't break that little boy's spirit. He's going to do big things one day. And so I, I think it's just, you know, something that again, maybe, maybe it's a middle child thing. Cause I'm a middle child where I want it to kind of earn my spot, but I just, you know, I don't let any, I try not to let anything really bother me because life is way too short. I've, I've experienced far too much to, to let any, anything like that upset me, especially now as I'm older. Yeah. You mentioned, uh, and I think this is maybe where you and I may have butted heads, uh, having the last word. I'm the same oh, yeah. way. Yes. So that's probably what it is. You need to have the last word. I need to have the last word. All right. Yeah. I we can have the last word together. Yes, absolutely. And like we were like our cubicles were set up like you like so there was three across the back and then three on your side. So like you and I were across one another, but mm-hmm. we had this wall separate. So I never could see you. So like I could just hear you and then you would hear me. <laughs> I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Oh man. Oh god, that's too yeah. funny. But yes, I mean, like, obviously, I think that job probably helped you. And you said this, like, you know, develop thick skin. And mm-hmm. I want to go back to Rachel, too, about like, you know, I don't think. I think by doing what I'm doing here and and I won't mention a name, but. Um, she had messaged me something that she, you know, she, she watched one of these. And she said, I had no idea that that person had felt that way. Like, this is why I did X, Y, Z. And then that person, and I, I told that person, because I was like, I think that person had like this, this grudge for a while. And I think their perception of the situation was different than you know, Rachel's. So I shared it with that person. And it kind of broke down that wall and was like, Oh wow. I, I didn't realize she did X, Y, or Z for that reason. And, right. Um, you know, Rachel was, <sighs> I think any other boss would have fired me a few different times. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and same, same, you know, going back to what you said, like, you know, we had leadership that kind of empowered us to, to be our own people. And Rachel always had our backs no matter 100%. what. Yeah, which and which was so, always great. That's so important in any sort of leadership. And so, you know, as we continue through our careers, you always look at good leadership, your poor leadership, and you take obviously the strong portions of, you know, all your leaders and combine it into one. But I truly believe, like I said, the Joe Bakalitzes and, and the Susan Kalos and the Rachels and, and the Christy Greers were ahead of their time in leadership in terms of like finding the right person who doesn't, you know, it, they're, they're not looking for, oh my gosh, that person had years of experience in sales. They had that, that, um, you know, years of experience with graphic design. They found the right person and figured, you know what, we could mold them and train them to what we need or, you know, how to sell, but allow them to just be them. And that's, what's going to make the product continue to grow and to continue to build. And so, you know, I, I think, I'm thankful for that because those are the type of people that I kind of 
thrive with. And I kind of, you know, I lean more towards people who kind of just empower you because we all know we have strong work ethics. We, you know, would stay there long hours and do our things, but we knew that we were there for a job and for a purpose, but we also, you know, knew that when that job was complete to the fullest, you know, and we gave everything that we could go out and have a good time and, and, you know, still really enjoy ourselves. Yeah, for sure. I, uh, I just started a new job last week and I heard, I'm so, I'm so happy for you. Thank you. I I'm, so I'm only seven, seven full days in. So, uh, but what I've already felt in the seven short days that I've been there is I feel, um, like that atmosphere is what we had at the weekender. That's hard to get back. It really, it really is. And, you know, as a 38 year old, like, you know, who would have thought that that could be achieved again? Because I mean, that was, it was a special place at the weekender because we were young and like, we were doing this and that other thing. But, um, you know, my boss, and I'm not going to, I'm not saying this, and I don't know if we even watch this, but you know, it's, it's nice that my, like my boss doesn't, um, feel the need to let me know or let anybody for that matter know that he's the boss. Right. I've had some bosses in the past that, that they love nuts. to be the boss. They yep. love and they love they love letting you know that they're the boss. Mm-hmm. And they'll have uh daily morning meetings every day just to ask you what you're doing, where you're going, who you who you're seeing, like just letting you know that they're the boss. And I think right. that's just not a good way to right. motivate much like, or empower your people. Absolutely. And much like I had said, like when it comes to the weekender people need to like you first before they could buy anything off of you much like that people need to like who they're led by and who they enjoy coming into work and working with and working for and if you if that person always continues to say i'm the boss i'm the boss that just diminishes the morale and you know makes you not want to you know give 110% so that's important. When you find good leadership, you stick with them. Yeah. And I'll say one more thing about my boss. I'm not trying to kiss his ass, but if you walked into that office, you wouldn't even know who was in charge. Right. You wouldn't even know. Like that that's, just, that's awesome. Yeah. So that's really neat. And you know, it's, those are the leaders that are the most successful. Yeah. Yeah. Really. So I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm, I'm thrilled to be that's, where I am at, but, uh, what are you doing there now? So a little bit of everything. So, um, I mean, I'm just learning right now, mm-hmm. <laughs> but sure. it's, a, it's, it's marketing sales and, uh, operations. So, uh, I'm working, uh, side by side with, uh, one of the owners and, um, just learning everything from the ground up and we're actually moving to a new facility, um, uh, within the next few months. So cool. I'm just, I'm just trying to be a sponge and absorbing everything that I can. And that's all you can do. Yeah. So it's, it's been great so far. Like I said, it's only been seven days, so it's, it's very early, but I have a really good feeling about the, uh, the I mean, you so. know, the minute that you walk through the door, if you made the right decision or not. Yeah. And it's funny because I've been talking to Dave, uh, for, I mean, since they opened the, the shop in Kingston, uh, I think it was 2009, I want to say. And I remember back then, you know, I was in love with, you know, being at the weekend or at that point. So, but I remember saying like, this is such a cool place. Like, this would be a, an awesome place to work. And it's funny how that things kind of work out because Full circle. yeah, it's really wild. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's, it's funny too. Cause I don't think, you know, if the pandemic hadn't happened and, and 
certain things at the job I was at, you know, like you know, financially, you know, were affected and, and everything happens for a reason. Yeah. So like I was just able to take this opportunity and, and run, with run with it. Yeah. So but I'm excited, but let, let's get back to you. Though. I mean, you, you specifically said like, you know, having this, this team, this culture, like, you know, work hard, play hard type thing. And you, I feel like <clears throat> you were kind of, ah, what's the word I want to use? Oh boy. <laughs> Select, like, like specifically selected for your next position. Yes. And I so, say that on purpose because I was talking to the gentleman who hired you and we were just kind of laughing about it. And uh, so, yeah. So going back to what I had talked about leadership and, you know, being kind of ahead of their time. Um, and this just kind of proves that no matter, like when you, when you don't think anyone is watching, there's somebody watching. So you need to always just be genuine to who you are. Um, because you don't know who is watching. And and at, at the time, um, I was doing a deck party, um, and the gentleman (laughs) who hired me, um, saw me there and said, you know, he was, um, Leslie had worked at the casino at the time. And he's like, who's that? We need her on our team. And so it just so happened that the position was open and, um, I left. I I mean, I interviewed for the job. It was really cool. I I was kind of lost in the interview. I'm not going to lie because I didn't really quite know what human resources was all about. Um, and I was interviewing for it a human resources job, but the position itself kind of married everything that we had done at the weekender. So it was more like internal sales and planning events for team members and writing communications. And so I went to school for communications and marketing. So that was all right up my alley and planning events. And we had done that at the weekender. So, you know, I, I thought I didn't want to leave the weekender, but I knew that I didn't want to be in sales the rest of my life. And I remember taking a hard look at myself in the mirror saying, I can't live this lifestyle forever. (laughs) And so I, I ended up leaving to go. I got the offer at the casino. It was a cut and pay. Um, but I want, I knew that there was bigger things going to happen, um, at a very early stage with a large company. So I said, Worst case scenarios, I'm there for a couple of years and I find something else. I have a lot of connections that I've built with the weekender. So I think I could, you know, reach out to anybody to, you know, see if there's any openings anywhere in sales. Pretty um, young still. Was, yeah, I, knew, I always knew that was something I could fall back on. Um, so then I started at uh, the casino, June 27th, 2007, and I've been there ever since. How has the pandemic affected your job currently? It's tough. And um, it's tough. It's really tough. And it's something very emotional for, I think, all of us that are still there um, because it's cost a lot of people their jobs. Yeah. No way to lay a lot of people off. And it's because of the restrictions that are, have been put in place. Um, so that's the part of my job that I don't love. I don't love having to have that, those difficult conversations because 
at the end of the day, I'm a human. And I, sure. I think I'm more like, oh, what's the term? I'm, like I'm an empath, empath, is that the word? That That's the word? a word, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a word, John. <laughs> um, I'm not smart, I'm like, so I don't, I don't, I don't, I've heard the word before used in certain circumstances. But, but basically, I, I, I feel everyone else's angst. Okay, yes. Like, yes. I, I can't watch something on Facebook that is upsetting to me because I, I cry and I have to I have to get off of it. I have to change the like Ryan always yells at me. He's like, Why are you looking at these things? I'm like, I can't help it because I immediately put myself in their shoes and it it, it upsets me. And so, right. you know, having that part of my job is 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 really difficult. And so during this time. As wonderful as it was, and I know this sounds kind of selfish, but because we've always put, I mean, and you too, you've always put your career first, right? Even after having a child, I would work long hours. I would be, you know, doing whatever it takes to get the job done, whether it's, you know, staying late for team member events or what have you. And I would, I would, I traveled a lot there for a while. Um, I would fly out to Washington state. I was down in um, Atlantic city in Louisiana and I had a newborn and Ryan was left to kind of pick up the pieces and Ryan's my angel. He's, he's amazing. And he's an awesome dad, but I did it for the sake of my family. And so, um, you know, it's, it's hard. This whole year has been hard for everyone, but I, at first, what we were all laid off, not laid off. We were um, furloughed and we only thought was thought it was going to last for two weeks. Right. And it ended up lasting much longer than that. Um, and I remember at first, I'm like, oh my God, I've never had a file for unemployment. I don't know what I'm doing. I cried and Ryan came over and he just gave me a hug and he's like, we'll get through this. And about a week into it, I'm like, I can't stay at home. Are you crazy? Like, I can't be a stay-at-home mom. This is nuts. And then about a week after that, I just embraced every single extra minute that I got to spend with my husband, with my son. And I wouldn't have changed it for the world at all. It was like the best few months. And I, I know I hate saying that because there's people who have been struggling and are continuing to struggle. But for me, I try to look at the blessings and I think this is a true, that was a true blessing. I mean, I think it, the whole world needed to slow down because we were just constantly going. And you're right. And yeah, you should never feel that way. I mean, so many people that I've talked to have said the same exact thing you did. It gave them an opportunity to slow down and, and just kind of look around the room and say, wow, like this, I have this and this is all that really matters in the world you know, referring to your, <clears throat> your family. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely never, never feel guilty for that. I, I, I know I try not to, but I also got that part of me that feels for other people. I mean, no, I understand. Yeah, for sure. But it, I think um, I enjoyed part of this where people really, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a terrible situation and unfortunately they're still in it, you know, it's right. almost, almost a year now. And you know, I, I don't know where you're at. I know your, your son's five. Um, and you know, I've said to go off what you're saying, like I'm in a, 
a good situation because my son is three and he's still oh. able he's still able to attend daycare. So there are families, and thankfully, my wife, both and I have jobs. And um I can't imagine what it's like for you know married couples who you know have children that were supposed to be in school that can't go to school that you know in at home learning virtual learning or you know even that's off to all of them yeah or a worse worse scenario a single mother um who has to work like where do the where do the kids go like how do they learn how like the mother can't stay home she has to work right like it's such a weird and I can't imagine, and I'm so thankful that I do not have to to worry about that. Worry about that right now, um, but I I think about that a lot. And I think about the uh, the impacts that this has had on everyone financially. I mean, people think about oh, this has this hurt the entertainment industry or it hurt oh. the uh, hospitality industry, and it, and it has. But like, it trickles down so far, and I, I use this as an example of like. My cat has diabetes. He needs insulin shots twice a day. Um, so when we would travel or on vacation, I have to hire a woman to come to the home to administer these syringes, right? Oh. So if if I'm not going on vacation, she that that person's not being you know paid for her services. So I mean, it it goes so far down. Not that her job is minuscule at all. I mean, like. She is the best. Like, right. I, I, I hope she doesn't hear this, but like the way my, I come home to my hex, my cat is like a disaster <laughs> and the cat area is always clean and she stays in place with the two cats for like a half hour or so. Right. Like I would pay her more than what she right. charges. Like, but uh, don't, don't charge me more, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it just, it's wild how, how, uh, and this is bad. to your point, it does trickle down. And I don't know if you know this, but um, Ryan and I also own and operate a car lot. Um, so during that time, I mean, that whole uncertainty of I'm now unemployed for, for a short period of time. And we can't operate our business because under the governor's orders, there was no car sales allowed. So you know, in our busiest months because of, you know, tax season and tax returns, all of that, it was completely cut out. And so you're left looking like, oh my God, like what is going to happen? Like we're a small business owner and that's, and all of these small businesses we can certainly relate to and understand. And that's why we try to, you know, shop and eat local all the time, because it's, it's so important to, um, you know, these businesses during this, this time, it just, you know, we had a uh, a detailer who we couldn't bring back just because, you know, we needed to make sure that we were able to get everything and um, up and running again. And so, you know, so we had to put one person out of work during that time. And it, it was it was difficult, very yeah. difficult. I do not envy small business owners. Yeah. So it's, I mean. not, it's tough. I mean. Stuff. I don't, I'm not in it day to day. Um, I just have part of my name on it. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, R-A-K, correct? Yeah. You know so, what that stands for, don't you? Uh, I want to say Ryan and the K for Katie. Mm-hmm. It's it Ryan and? and Katie. Okay. Is it and is that simple? All right. Yeah. See, that's simple. 
And so we were literally thinking of names one night when we knew that we were like going to start the business. We found the location, but that was it. <laughs> and we didn't have a name picked out. And I'm like, we we're sitting on our back porch at the time. We we're drinking Miller Lite and we're like, Miller Motors? You think Miller Motors is good? <laughs> <laughs> that got that got voted down. Yeah. Yeah. By who? But, you? Yeah. I'm like, that's, I'm like, that's so cheesy. <laughs> Miller Motor. I like the uh the M&M, right? Yeah. yeah. So actually a guy that uh Ryan used to work with came up with a name. We're like, perfect. Let's there you go. Stick with it. Yeah. And it's R-A-K Auto. Yeah, RIK Auto Sales. It's in Luzerne. It's across from the Garrity Shopping Center. So if you're looking for a reliable used vehicle, check us out. If you go to RIK, I want 10% of the sale. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. I wish. <laughs> I, I, I want to get this, this podcast platform to the point where like I have that much impact on like I hope you do. I hope I do I hope too. You do. That's I mean, that's what I'm that's why I wanted to do this. Just I, I want to I want to make a difference. You, know? you are making a difference. And I, I've seen not only these, but like the other ones that you have done. And, you know, I just think number one, it's cool. Number two, you've marketed yourself so well that, you know, it's, for me, it seems like it's everywhere and you'll, you'll get there. You absolutely will get there. And con- it, consistency, I think is absolutely key. And so just keep showing up and putting your face in front of everyone on a regular basis, you will absolutely take off. Well, hopefully, you know, two years from now, I'll have millions of followers and listeners and viewers, and you can come back on. We'll, promote, will, we'll, we'll promote the, uh, the, the shop again and we'll sell millions Some, of cars. Maybe somebody will buy a car. Um, <laughs> but you need to make sure that I'm included in your success story because I left and I sent you right into stardom. <laughs> well, I mean, I, so. I said it before, like I I benefited greatly from you leaving because I mean, I was so I saw like the money, like not saying you guys were rolling by any means, but like I saw like I knew how much the ads cost because I I think I was the one inserting them most of the time. Um and I didn't know how much you guys were getting on commission, it didn't matter to me, but I mean I can only assume. And here's me, I'm making like 10 bucks an hour, which is I remember when I finished college, I remember saying, like, I can't believe I get paid to do this. And it wasn't even like I get paid it wasn't shit. wasn't about the money, yeah. I just like, I'm just like, I get paid to go out and party and, and go to work. And it never felt like work at all, ever. Like, it really never did until like the very end. Um, so that's like, when you know it's time to leave. Yeah. Well, there was, there was so many different, different things that were happening. I mean, like, from the time that we started in 05 to 2013 when I left, I mean, it was a completely different paper. And for many reasons, it wasn't just ownership or management. It was, you know, just, you know, social media. And then just how people consumed media <clears throat> was just much different. It was night and day really. Right. But um, so yeah, you, you left and like, I'm like, it's time for me to grow up a little bit. It's time for me to like make some extra money. And, and it was really seamless because I mean, I was so in tune with, you know, your, your accounts because I was doing, I was helping do like, you know, the fun stuff for them. So I right. already knew like almost all of them. So it was there like, Hey, this is John. Like, Oh yeah, no, we know John. Like, this is great. Like, right. It was, it was an easy transition. And you had the biggest territory too, which was like sweet. You know, yeah. you had, the, you had Murray's and you had nightcaps and you had, I had 
I had like a really good territory. And I'll tell you what, I've learned so many roads in this area because of, because of the weekender. Like I would literally, so like a a Wednesday, right after the paper would, we would sift through and go through, see what, what, uh, errors, what ads had errors. We would then disperse and go to try to pick up the remaining part of our money that Dan Rowe was after. (laughs) And then we would go myself, Janelle, uh, we would meet up for lunch and then we would just like disperse into our territories and we would do random cold calls or check up and make sure we would actually, a lot of the times we were delivering weekenders to places because they weren't delivered there. So I used to have like, uh, bundles wrapped in the back of my car at all times. Um, but I remember like realizing that if you go down route 11 over the bridge, um, past Chicxini over the bridge into like, um, is it Nescapec or I don't even remember, but it ends up taking you, um, down past Heller's orchard. And then it all like, marries up right into, um, Berwick. Okay. And it's like, I just realized I'm like, everything's like a big giant circle and it just kind of all connected. And I, I learned that at a young age, driving around, trying to figure out who to get to, um, do an ad in the weekender. Yeah. Yeah. What what were some of your favorite moments? I know we talked about uh two, but they were they were more like um That's a good question. I think oh geez, there was there was a lot of I mean anytime that we got together outside of work related functions, I think were some of my favorite, like we would always go to hops. We'd go to Liam's. We would go to nightcaps to see a band and to like, I just remember seeing, um, Oh my God. Speaking of panacea, (laughs) you know, I wish, I wish Polly would have been able to like pop on with us, but like, I think that goes down in weekender history. Like I'll never forget. (laughs) We were at oyster. We were drinking. (laughs) Whatever those martini drinks were. Was this Reader's and, Choice, right? Yes, yeah. it was Reader's Choice. Um, and we were walking back to Rachel's car because we were going to the bar above Gelpia's, which is Kevin's. What was that bar? Furia? Not Furia. No, that was Bruise Brothers. Furia's above Bruise. Ah, uh, shit. Gelpia's, I don't remember. Martini room, martini bar. No, no. Gelpia's, <laughs> I don't remember. God. Man, anyway, I remember, I don't know if Polly invited me to a piggyback ride or if I just assumed he wanted a piggyback. <laughs> he was cool with me jumping on his back. But I had, <laughs> listen, let's be, let's be honest. I am not a petite girl. <laughs> so it's like a, a, a load of bricks coming at him <laughs> from behind with probably a little bit of being intoxicated on top of it for him. So his like balance was probably off to begin with. And you have me barreling at him as if I'm like a freight train. And I just knocked him to the ground. <laughs> I think I flipped over him. And I, I remember we were in Rachel's red car and I was sitting again. I, I, I don't know how Ryan dealt with me because he always kind of just showed up and he would like go along for the ride. (laughs) Um, but I remember like crunched into Rachel's car and we went over there to end the night. 
<laughs> and that was that. I mean, those were like, that was a really funny time. And I remember like a couple nights later, we were watching Panacea at Nightcaps and poor Polly, who'd always wear shorts, <laughs> his legs were busted. Really? <laughs> oh, they were tore up. I felt so bad. Poor Polly. Um, but yeah, you know, me, I think just meeting a whole lot of, I think there's not one time that I think I could just put a finger on it. I think meeting really great people that, are amazing. Like big Rob. Remember big Rob, big Rob. Yeah. I saw him like a year and a half ago. Yeah. Like just a good salt of the earth guy. Um, meeting business owners and building relationships with those business owners. Um, I think is something that I'll always cherish with the weekender, you know, and I, I talk about the weekender with people even to this day, as if I worked there last year. Yeah. It was definitely, I mean, I love my life and where it is now, but like, oh, for sure. That's, that was such a, a wonderful nine years of my life. And, and I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for that right. or for you leaving. <laughs> Does that work? Well, I that love good? the plug. Yeah. The plug is that good? All right. Yeah. All right. Keep, keep doing it. <laughs> but I uh, just, and you're right. I mean, like, Working with people in their business and, and becoming part of it. I mean, that that's really special. And yeah. not everyone gets to do that. Not not everyone gets to see how the sausage is made. And Right. And that's the truth. Like, I remember sitting on the ground in a suit at um, 570 before it even opened. And she was drafting out a ad for the paper. And I thought, this is pretty cool to watch this business kind of flourish from the ground up. And you, we got to see that a lot of places, a lot of places, um, you know, and, and that I think are, and again, I was only there for, you know, two, two years. Yeah. Yeah. Two years or so. So it wasn't a huge, I wasn't there for a long time, but it was enough time to build a solid foundation of relationships. It's funny too because there were a lot of people who weren't there long. Like I keep saying that the longest tenured people were, you know, me, Rachel, Mikey G. Um uh well, Nikki was there for a while, you know, if you include her internship. I think that was seven years. Um, but like, I feel like everyone left their mark, whether they were there for I mean, Leslie was there for nine months. I think it was eight Gosh. or nine months, like and we had so much fun while she was there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, did you get a chance to talk to Damien yet? Not yet. He's on the the list though. He he agreed to do it. I just gotta. Get oh my out. gosh! Did we talk about the time? I think it was Damien about when you guys were about throwing that blue ball back and forth, and Rachel cut it up. Oh was my that god! Damien? That was with you Damien. That? Yeah, did Rachel cut that up? Cut it up in pieces and, and put half on your chair and half on his chair and later that day she heard doo, 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 doo. <laughs> and here damien glued it all back together he it was like glued, a he glued every we were missing one small sliver I remember that he glued that back together <laughs> and that i thank you for bringing that up i forgot about that i i had that for the longest time i don't know how or why i got rid of it oh my god that was know. probably the hands down Funniest thing because uh Rachel's like, yeah, I got that. They're like them. tiny, tiny yeah. itty pieces. Slivers, and yeah. 
like literally that plastic you get them at like like um peewee football games well, they were right? like, yeah they were like giveaways like they were yeah. you know promotional little rubber footballs yeah and so i remember i got them good and i they will not throw that ball one more time because all she would hear is like, <laughs> back and forth and we almost all of us almost fell over <laughs> include every single piece back i i don't even know i'll have to ask him i hope i remember to to ask him but like i don't even know how he went about starting that because that's insane like yeah where do you where do you start yeah i don't know and i mean it was we put it back together there was still air in the middle of it like like right how do you do that you know and i think that's his creative mind that's why he was so good at what he did is because he was so creative and I don't know, but it was, <laughs> that was definitely one to remember. Well, he's the one who drew the, uh, the weekender logo on that wall. Yes. Oh my God. I forgot we, about we that. Painted that. Yeah. I don't know if he did that. I don't think he did a freehand, but he's the one who mapped that the, out. Get out. Oh, I did not. I forgot about that. I mean, I remember the wall very well because we have a lot of pictures in front of it. Yeah. Like our um, number one sales and marketing team. When, yeah, and right. that goes back to us being visible. Like, we I mean, like, you know, people, I think some people would have saw that as like us being full of ourselves, but like, we wanted people to know who we were, we were, and not, not to be like, oh, look at us. It was more like, we're here. Like, if you need us, come to us. Let's, let's, there's let's, a face to a name. Let's make something happen. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So. Yeah. That was, oh my God. But yeah, yeah those then, were some good times. What was your favorite? Did, has anyone asked you that? Everyone asked me that, and I, I can't, I can't pick just one. But you know, you did uh, remind me. Uh, w- it was the weekend or birthday. It was November. I think it was November. Thirteen. The party. It was at the waterfront. It was my friend. I was only there for like two months at that point. But I think it was, yeah, it was so five. And I was with Polly from Panacea, and he was drinking <laughs> Hennessy. And for oh, some typical. reason, I thought that I could hang with the big dogs. <laughs> And I was a shit show. I mean, that's <laughs> probably one of those moments that I could have been fired for. You, know, you are. But you know what? You were building relationships. Yeah. I mean, look at me now. <laughs> look at you now. It's all because of the Hennessy. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, and then there was, I mean, there was the, um, the Halloween party at Murray's in 2006. I remember Josh Rosenblatt was this pirate and we were throwing <laughs> toilet paper from the top balcony, like across the room. Oh, we were like, <laughs> good Lord, there are some good nights. Like I remember after we would get done, we'd go over um, to Goodfellas. Is it Goodfellas for that pizza? Is that on South Frank? On South Franklin? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. South yeah, Franklin, yeah. South Main Street. South Main Street, yeah. I don't know where what were we What were we doing at three o'clock in the morning going to... <laughs> Pizza place no. on South Main Street in Wilkes Barre. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, like we would be, wouldn't be here to talk about it these days. Yo, so Lou. outsiders, Lou. Yeah, it's like I ran into him three months ago. Like he's like, I guess he's like kind of back in. Wait, um, what? Yeah, he's doing like lunch now. I, I mean, it's kind of like outside. Wait, outsiders is reopened. Well, it's not reopened in that like he's serving alcohol and like all that kind of no, stuff. No, 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 no. Meaning like it's it's bad. Three months ago, he was trying to make a run, like doing lunch and like just takeout, like 
service type things. Uh, but no. he was like, we were, we were talking, he was talking to me. He's like, I would love to get involved with what you're doing. Maybe you can help me out. Like just getting this off the ground, yada, yada, yada. I don't, I haven't talked to him since. We literally spent a lot of our Fridays, Friday nights there, Friday or Saturday nights there. Yeah. That was always such a great place to see a band. Always. It was. Um, no way. That was one of my accounts too. Yep. And um, I always dealt with Lou and mm-hmm. Autumn. Yes. Yep. I don't know how I remember all of this, but um, that was such a cool, I'm cool glad. place. It, it went downhill a little bit though. Oh yeah. A lot of things happened. Mm-hmm. A lot of things happened. I guess he's always owned the building. Um, but no, yeah, but I, I'm glad you mentioned Rosedale because I was driving, I drove past there a few weeks ago and I couldn't remember. It's like a car lot now. Is it really? Yeah. I couldn't remember what, what it was called. Rosedale. Rosedale. It was Jackie was the owner. She passed away. Um, did she? she did. And her husband and he also passed away. Jeez. Um, I forget. They were so nice. And I remember there was, there was days that, um, oh, I have to tell you a funny story too. Judy from Miss, uh, Mr. Fashions. Mr. Fashions. Yes. Oh, she, I loved her. She was the greatest. Every time I would walk in, she'd pour me a cup of coffee and I'd sit there for two hours, just BSing with her. Yeah. And like that, those are the, the memories that I love so much is because I really cared about each of our accounts. Like they meant some, they each meant something to me. Um, but yeah, she'd always pour me. A what really good she's doing? I, I forgot about her. Cause I took that over too. Yeah. And then her daughter, um, her daughter owned silver and dyes. I don't know how mm-hmm. you're remembering all this. I don't know how you remember. This is great. I know. This, I this don't. is awesome. Yeah. And, and then, um, there was another, I don't know if I should mention the business's name, but Billy's. <laughs> I'm not mentioning it. <laughs> Miss Billy. So do you remember do you remember this incident? Um no. Okay. So it was my account. She was a, a tough egg to crack. She and was Billy, interesting. Yes. If Miss Billy, if you are watching, I appreciate all that you do and all that you've done. But you were a tough egg to crack because she liked the guy before me, the sales rep before me. Oh, by the way, it was Greg. Greg. Yes. That's Anthony, right? Greg Anthony, yes. Yes. Okay, I got it. So she liked him far more than she liked me. Sure. So I tried very hard to win her over. I would go in and visit on a regular basis. I was there when she moved her her business from behind Murray's to uh, Sansui. Yep. Or off the Sansui. What is that, Carry F? I think so, yeah. Yeah. I invited her to a weekender party. There you go. Party. Got the invite. Got the invite. Everyone was invited, but she was invited special. She was. She got a special verbal invite from me. (laughs) (laughs) Like invitation. Here you go. I got a a gift card. She gave me a gift card. Like I was, I was really in. I was like, I was excited about the progress I had made. She brings her husband, or I'm sorry, not her husband, her boyfriend. So I said hello to her. I said hello to him. I engaged in conversation at the deck party. It was at the Woodlands. I think it was the, the end of year. Um, and Rachel won't will remember this, so you could ask her. Um, but maybe it's only funny to us. But anyway. <laughs> A lot of this is probably only funny to us, but I don't care. <laughs> I know. Who cares, right? I don't care at all. Um, you know, I, and that's the beauty of getting older. I, I honestly, I don't care. 
And it's, it's great. But going back to that. So the next day I called her and I had said, Hey, um, insert miss, miss Billy. Okay. Um, I just wanted to see how you enjoyed yourself. She's like, Oh, we had a great time. Thank you so much. I'm like, was that your boyfriend? She's like, yeah. I'm like, he's so handsome. You know, I'm glad you were able to join us. And something flipped and she went off. What do you, who do you think you are calling my boyfriend handsome? And like laid into me, laid into me. I'm like, uh, I'm like, Miss Billy, I am so sorry. Like I, it was simple. It was simply just starting a conversation. I'm just thankful that you were there. By no means was it a disrespectful comment. No, like with all due respect, he's my dad's age. Like, I'm I'm so sorry. She's like, I'm calling your boss. Hangs up on me. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, Rach, Rachel. She's like, what? I'm like, Miss Billy's going to call you. I'm getting in the car and I'm driving down there to talk to her face to face. And she's like, wait, slow down. What's happening? And so I told her. And so I, I went down and I put my tail between my legs and I walked in. I'm like, Miss Billy, I am so sorry that, you know, my comment has offended you. There was no way, like, I'm not trying to hit on your, your boyfriend at all. I'm just thankful that you were there. <laughs> so it was like the cleanup duty on aisle two. That's funny. Yeah, it was. It was those were at the time. Those were interesting accounts. Not well, not not as much those. It was the the masseuses, massage places that were not to point at you, but one of the people that you talked to, who was it about the masseuses? Jane. Yeah, and you're like, I don't know what they do, and I'm like, John, I feel you, man, because I didn't know either. But did you want the experience? Because I was like offended that no one asked me. <laughs> no, I didn't want the experience. I, I knew something bad and something not good was happening. But I remember asking the one she was on. Uh, I don't even remember planes. She was in the tough text co- complex. Yes. I, I, she, what's her name? <sighs> but she was just like the face of the business. Like she was just, yeah, she would. Yeah. I, she I don't remember. Still, she's still like likes and comments on some of my like photos okay. of like then I won't say <laughs> thing. No, she was she was actually really if it's the same person we're talking to, she was really sweet. But I remember saying to her like, what? Like what actually happens? She goes, oh Katie, don't be so naive. And I'm like, oh okay. <laughs> and I left him like what the heck is that supposed to mean? I, I need to know. No, I, I never, really need to know. I never saw any funny business. And there, was hot, there was hot tubs in the room, John. I never went back there. Well, she showed, well, they showed me when it first was installed. Yeah, I don't, I mean, and I, like, like I said, I, I feel like a little like, like, what the heck? Why, why didn't they try and like seduce <laughs> me? Why weren't they hitting on me? <laughs> why weren't they trying to seduce me? <laughs> It's like oh. this is this is funny. I don't, and I, I mean, I shouldn't say it, but like, no, I won't say it. But say I, it. yeah, just say it. No, I, I, I can't even remember what it was from, so it wouldn't even make sense. In order okay. to make it look, like look bad and sound bad, I would just laugh at you. <laughs> but um, no, you know what? It was, it was. Uh, it's always sunny. Um, oh. It was, and like there was like a pedophile like um, <laughs> gym teacher or something like that, and like he had molested like a student, and I think it was always sunny. 
but like the one that didn't get molested was like, why didn't I get molested? <laughs> oh my not, not that children no, are not no. molestation. No, no, not that we're making we're light not, of that. We're not, we're not condoning that and, behavior. We don't approve of that behavior, but no, no, unfortunately no. it is, it does happen. Right. And if we can, if we can make that an end, we'll try to do that. But yeah, so I was like, why, what, what, why am I not being seduced <laughs> into this? Is there something wrong with me? Yeah, is there something wrong with me? Well, I probably looked like a narc every time I came in there because I had a fucking suit on. Yeah, they're probably guys. Clean up, clean up, clean up room two, four, and six. John's here. I remember that place uh, next to the, it was the getaway in like Plymouth. Yeah, on the San, no, the getaway. The getaway was on, is in Plymouth. Is it up high? Yes. Yes, yeah. It was like initially a double wide trailer. Yeah. Oh yes. They did build a nice facility after that, but there was like a place right next door. The uh, carousel? No, that was down the road. Uh, but it was like a massage parlor right next. I know. Door. What, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's called. It was. Uh, it was like M. <clears throat> oh my god! They were my account. They ran. They didn't run all it all the time. I don't remember. It'll come to me. Well, you keep thinking, but I remember like walking in there and like getting the money from her and she like reached like she had like knee-high boots on and like i doubt she's gonna watch this or listen to it but like she was not attractive and like she dug real deep like all the way down <laughs> and she yeah. pulled it out and i'm like oh my wait God. in her boot in her boot in her boot her probably sweaty stinky boot oh. <laughs> i would have rather to come from her fucking cleavage <laughs> oh john that was bad i would have been like you know what let yeah, that dry out this, a little this bit. This one's on that. me. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Do you remember Anya today? Oh, yeah. You I, can say, don't say her name two more times. I know. She was like Beetlejuice. And I'm sorry if she's listening. I don't know. She, I doubt she is. I, I doubt it too. But literally, she was a nice person, right? She, she was, was nice. So nice. I feel bad for her, actually. But I just remember she tried to fit all. A lot of information, including eyelashes, into a one by one ad <laughs> in the back of the paper. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel bad for her. You know, looking back on it now, I mean, like back when we were younger, it was it, it, not that we laughed. We didn't laugh. No. That's we not the right appreci- word. But, but we were like, it was like, oh my God. Like, but now that, you know, it, it, what led her to that life? Right. You know, like how does she get to that point? I don't know, but she would she would go, she wouldn't come around for months. months. And then somebody would say her name literally three times. And she would walk through the, the door. door would open. Like we're all I'm here. Like, like what is who's coming in? I'm and, like, oh no, I know. And you had the you had a bad seat. You had a bad seat. I know, you guys you, were I was all like, exposed. Thank you. It's like, oh, she's here. I had so a I, nice, there's no escaping. Yeah, I had a nice area because I was a, I would be able to like run out the Hi. back door. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that was um she was a I wonder what she's doing. Um, There's another girl too. Roxanne. <laughs> what? Can you come up with a different name? <laughs> I think that's what her name was. Roxanne. <laughs> you don't have to turn on. Oh, I keep bust out. You don't, you just don't want to hear my singing. I don't know the words, so. 
Roxanne. Something about red light. You don't have to put on the red light. No. <laughs> oh man. Who funny? Josh Rosenblatt. Remember, like I just talked about him about the uh the party we had, the Halloween party. He was I love him. I love Josh. He's a great guy. He's not like I have some good, good, like outside of weekender stories with him. He's just like a a good guy. He's a great guy. He like he always I don't know. He was always up for a good time. He was. Always. And he loved and he loved you guys. He loved you and Rachel and Yeah. And he was like a protector because when Ryan wasn't there, he was he made sure that I was fine and you know even if we were out late he was just like he was a protector he's such yeah. a good guy yeah i saw <laughs> him last time i saw him we actually went for sushi this is going on four years ago which is a shame because when we did it finally in 2017 we're like let's not wait another like you know x amount of years here we are it's almost four so josh if you're watching this let's go grab some sushi some sushi Wait, I'll be in. I just started eating sushi. What? Yeah. You just started? started? Yeah. Godzilla roll. And oh, um, Christy, if you were watching and you could chime in, you would have been able to tell me the girl that I work with. She's got me. She's got me on it. So uh, Godzilla roll. And what's California roll? What is that? Well, it's boring. It's just like. All right. It's a starter. You got to start somewhere. It's like, it's like, it's the rice. It's the. Uh, I can't do anything. And I think carrots or something. I don't no, it, there's not cucumbers. There's not carrots. It's like cucumbers. shrimp tempura. <laughs> shrimp tempura, yeah, but California. And whatever. Roll. Hey, all right. Don't make fun of my sushi selection. It'll expand eventually. When did you start? Um, over the summer, maybe. <laughs> when? Over the summer. Like last year? Yeah. I know. I'm late to the game. I tried it a couple times. All right. Are you looking it up? Yeah. Uh, avocado, crab, cucumber. Told you cucumbers in there. Okay. All right. Yep. But I do it with soy paper. Okay. I can't do the seaweed stuff. Fair enough. What is that? Is it called seaweed? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then the, um, the other one. That God- one. Yeah. That one. Godzilla. God- oh, Godzilla. Whatever it's called. What's your spot? Really good. Where do you go? Um, we always get takeout from Shogun. Shogun. Good spot. Yeah. Right. Uh, Rye's not big into it, so I don't get it outside of, like, when we order for lunch. You got to go for the uh, spicy Connie salad. Spicy what? Spicy Connie salad. Yeah, what's in that? It's, like, shredded, like, crab and, like, a spicy mayo type thing and, okay, and cucumber. Okay, my language. It's really yeah. good. Really good. Okay. Highly recommend it. Spicy you, Connie, spicy Connie salad. Oh, salad. Salad. I already. You can get. It up. You can get. You can get a spicy Connie roll as well. But okay. The salad is where it's at. Okay. I'm definitely gonna. I'm up for new, like. And spicy scallop rolls. Okay. Top notch. You know, I'm not a big scallop fan. Okay. Uh. <laughs> uh. Spicy tuna and avocado. Okay. Really good. I'll have to try those. Yeah. I think one of my second experiences of, eat, of eating sushi was with Josh Rosenblatt. Get out, really? Yeah. My first time was I was traveling with Lesson One to like the Jersey Shore. 
and they were they were my account too lesson one yep they uh they were traveling out of town i went with them to do a story we did the all access uh column and uh it was was 06 it was summertime and they were getting sushi and i was like i've never had it before but i'll try it if i get sick and die this is this is it that's that's what i'm worried about like i just i hate anything like stomach flu stomach bug like growing up I so had, like, I don't want to try anything new. I had much. one bad experience with sushi in my entire life. So in the last 15 years, it was at um, Katana. And the only reason I, knew, I pour more wine. Yeah. The only reason I knew it was uh, Katana was because I, when I threw up later on that evening, it was like the, the seaweed paper. Or the, yeah, that came out. So I don't know what happened there. But I mean, I went back. I mean, everyone has a bad day, right? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. But really quick on another note, you said your son's three. Yes. How's, how's three treating you? <laughs> um, well, I don't know if you saw a video that I posted a few weeks ago where he, at the dinner table. Yes. Oh yeah. He's it's so funny, but like, and he's very particular, and I don't know where he gets it from. Like, like there's like a, a sequence of events, like even like even bath time. Like I can't start the water while we get undressed. Which I don't understand. Like I'm like, dude, like the water has to get warm and the, <laughs> oh. the bath has to start filling up so that you can get into it. Nope, 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 nope. Like you have to undress me, and then like every day is different. So it's either my his pants first, and then his socks, and then his shirt, or like first his socks, then his shirt, then his pants. I don't, or God forbid, like he needs to do his pants or underwear or whatever. Uh-huh. But then he gets into the tub, and then I can start the water. Well, not immediately. I have to get his permission to start the water. Like, <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, and even today, like I had my my jacket on the back of the chair. Like, I think I learned. But so those of you just listening, like, uh, my son yelled at me for having my jacket on the back of a chair. He said, "Put your jacket away." I'm not going to tell you again. Uh, <laughs> Where does he get that from, John? His mother. Because <laughs> she and she even admitted it. Because like he started off with like, he's like, "Put your jacket away." And I said, how about you sit down and eat? And then he said, first of all, you don't talk to me like that. You need to put your jacket away. I'm not going to ask you again. They are the funniest. I swear, this age, the age our kids are in, like five is hilarious too. So, (laughs) oh my God. That is, I, I love watching those videos. So keep posting them. Like they crack me up. Ben is the same way. Like the other day, obviously I don't have a video of this, but he said, I'm getting ready in the bathroom upstairs in our bedroom. And I said, Benjamin, you need to go get changed. Your clothes are laid out on your bed. Please get changed. We're running late for school. Ryan had to go to a dentist appointment and he's in the bedroom and I hear him gagging. He's like, I go, babe, what's the matter? He goes, what mom? I go, babe, what's the matter? What are you okay? He goes, yeah, I'm just small in my armpits. (laughs) (laughs) I go, get in here. Let me smell those things. They're fine. <laughs> uh, but like they come off with the funniest thing. <laughs> yeah. Just tonight, Lincoln said, he said something followed up by duh. I'm like, <laughs> Where the hell did that come from? Where the hell did that come from? <laughs> duh. What do you say? Like they, like they literally shock you to the point where like, where, where did that come from? I know I didn't teach him that. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, so, go ahead. No, go ahead. 
was going to say, is three tough for you? Like three was so tough, especially with my strong-willed child. Um, I don't know if it's tough. I mean, I, I, I haven't experienced anything that I was like, wow, this is a lot different than, you know, a two-year-old. Um, just the, the mornings, like he, like the morning, sometimes like he just wakes up really early, wants to come in bed. Like, like, like when I say early, like I'm like five o'clock as opposed mm-hmm. to like getting up at seven or if he just doesn't get enough sleep, like trying to get him ready for daycare is just a nightmare because he wants mom to do this or wants to watch TV. It's like, dude, like we got to go. <laughs> I know it's hard. It's and hard. you know, they, they don't, they don't want to move. They don't want to do what they need to do. And it's like, Okay. I don't want to start the day off like this. <laughs> I was going to say, does he, did he, does he have tantrums? Like Ben was tantrum, tantrum central. He has not yet. Oh. Um, did he just turn three? He just turned three in December. So it's I'll still, give us some he's, time. Yeah, he's, <laughs> the only time he kind of melts down. And when I say melt melts down, like you can do something like, or like say something wrong and he'll just like cry. It's like when he's hungry or if he's just overtired, like, so yeah no Ben was I mean and he's cute as a button so that makes it much harder but he was meltdown after meltdown and I don't know I don't know he's just very strong-willed and everything we would do he would do the opposite everything I would say he would <laughs> say no like I'd be like go on time out he's like no I'm not going <laughs> I'm like yes you are no I'm not and I'm like oh my god like, I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to survive this. <laughs> yeah, I haven't gotten any of those yet. Thankfully, he's still on the stage where it's like, do you want to go on timeout? And I just will continue to not or just not do what you need him to do. And I'll start counting a one, two. And he at two, he'll start like listening. So we're still we're that, still that worked for about maybe a month. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll keep fingers crossed. There. I, pr- I pray that he stays as I mean. Believe me, Ben is such a good boy, but sure. I pray that your child doesn't, doesn't have the terrible threes. That's all. Yeah. So I don't, he won't watch this. Obviously, I mean, even if he does, he won't understand what I'm saying, but <laughs> I'd have to let him watch this. So that won't happen. But um, I was like, he doesn't like, like if I, if, if there's a room with a, a door shut, like he won't try and go in it. Like he, like he just kind of like just does and just kind of goes with the flow. And I'm kind of like, do I like, I'm happy that he's not like, you know, trying to get where he's not supposed to be. But I'm also like, why aren't you trying to get where you're not supposed to be? Like, right. Do I have a, do I have a kid that just like, isn't interested in breaking the rules and, you know, no, he'll get there. He'll get there. He's just not, he's got other things on his mind. Like I was so, I was so like, I hear all these horror stories of like, I think you even had said about the marker or something on your couch, people signing crayons on the wall. Ben never, ever even thought of doing that. Not that he never had a crayon in his hand. He just never thought like, so I, I think to myself, like, did he know better? Probably not. But why didn't my kid, not that I wanted him to, but like, why wasn't he drawing on the walls? So they're all just so different. Yeah, Lincoln had that one, just the one incident, and I didn't even yell at him. I didn't even know what to say to him when I, when I came in. And it was when we were working from home and and that whole thing, and 
he just took the pen off me because he was like sitting next to me with my notebook that I had for work and I was on a Zoom call. He was just scribbling on the notepad and next thing I know, he took off with it. And I'm on the call and I, he's really quiet in the room and I walked in and like it just had pen all over the couch. And I'm like, what did you do? Mom is going to kill us. <laughs> I know. And I like know, his that's... face, I don't know if you saw the picture, his face, like he knew immediately like, oh no. I kind of felt bad. Like I didn't yell at him. Like I didn't, I didn't even know what to do. Like I, I, it was over and done with. I couldn't, there's nothing I could do. Right. Um, but he knew and he hasn't, I mean, he's, he's like Ben, like he's not like, he, we've never had an incident with a crane on the wall or uh, ever since then it never happened again. So. He probably just didn't, wasn't paying attention. Like that's, oh, yeah. that's Ben. He like, do, like is looking over here <laughs> doing a drawing here. I'm like, sweetheart. That's the countertop. Like, let's not paint. <laughs> paint on the countertop. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, mom. Like, he, they're just the sweetest, though. Like, I don't know if Lincoln is this way, but Ben's such a lover. Like, he'll randomly just out of the blue, he'll, he'll go, dad. And Ryan will say, yeah, buddy. He goes, I love you. Does it to his mom all the time. It'll, you will get there too. Yeah, never me. Well, it, <laughs> I'm sorry. So he goes, he goes, mom. She goes, yeah. I love you. He said, I love you too. And I said, yo, buddy, what about me? And tonight he goes, I love you too, dad. Duh. <laughs> well, he's that like, was the duh. I don't, I don't need, I mean, it, isn't it so funny how he inserted it exactly where it needed to be too? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's duh. always, he, he never. We don't need to tell that. We don't need to say that dad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny now too. Cause like when he's, when we go to bed, I still kiss him on the mouth. I don't care. Um, do it well so like give him a big hug and then he he goes for the kiss and i turn my head and he goes and he goes like to my, he's a, he grabs my face he turns it and gives me a big kiss I'm oh like, see love it love it those are the moments yeah because i mean when let's face it when he's 20 you won't be doing that but no, like let's hope not <laughs> but you know what if if you do then so be it he's your boy yeah it'd be a little weird just don't do it in public. Yeah, I mean, if that was Tom Brady, it would be fine. <laughs> well, Tom Brady throws that with his kids. With the, with his kids? They're younger. I mean. Oh, yeah, they're still little. Well, yeah, and they're, they're younger, yeah. I don't see anything wrong with it. And I, I don't either. Day, as I say, I will kiss my son on the mouth until he and decides when they're little not to. Baby lips are so soft. You just want to, like, kiss them. And I always kiss the tip of their nose. Tip of his nose. And his little chin. <laughs> and his forehead and his cheek. <laughs> just, no, ever, just, yeah, you just all over. I, I, I can't. I can't stop kissing my child. Yeah. Well, it's good. And he'll never, he'll never uh, ever think that he's not loved. And that's like, I don't know if I'm doing anything right. You know, Ryan and I talk about this all the time. Like, I don't, I don't know if I'm parenting right. All I do, all I know is that I love that child more than I ever thought I could possibly love anything yeah and i think that's all i guess that's all we need right absolutely and i'm happy for you guys yeah i'm happy for you i'm so happy to see you know you married and have a beautiful family like you honestly have a gorgeous family your wife is stunning your son is beautiful and you're so cute <laughs> well i mean your son has your eyes for sure. He does. He absolutely very, does. 
very handsome little boy. We're very lucky. And, uh, you know, yeah. I, I say this all the time and I guess it's, it goes to, to sh- you know, keeping your circle. I mean, not that, you know, you and I are, are as close as we once were, but I mean, we don't have to be life's right, exactly. But we can pick up where we left off. Yeah. And, and we've always done that. Yeah. And it just, I am so, I get so happy seeing other people happy and, and I, I, as much as I hate social media, I also love it because I get to see you and, your son and, and Rye guy. And, uh, <laughs> cause right Ryan, here. Ryan is a, is he coming in? Right. Hey How are you? He won't. He, he's in his jammies. I was going to, I was <laughs> going to say great things about Ryan, but then maybe now I won't. Let him go upstairs. We'll get a no, but <laughs> no, Ryan, you know, you said before, like Ryan was always a, a staple, uh, in your life and the weekender life because he'd show up and Ryan's a very quiet guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Ryan's a, a great dude and I'm I'm so happy for you guys. And yeah. you know, it was cool when he started the business or you guys started the business, but yeah. um you know, he's in it day to day. So it just uh yeah, I'm so happy that you guys are happy. And yeah, and I, I feel the same way. You know, social media is such a pain sometimes and it could be so like negative, but I never just want to delete any of it because what, why I'm on there is because I love seeing people's pictures. And like, when you see or hear people say, Oh, you post too much. No one should ever post too much. Like keep posting. I want to see your son grow. I want to see Tiffany's kids grow. I want to see, you know, I get to, you know, spend, I spend a lot of time with Janelle. So I, I see her boys all the time. Um, I spend a lot of time with Leslie. I see her kids, but like, I want to see how well Nikki's doing and the, the articles that she's writing for the New York post. Like how cool is that? You know, like keep, keep sharing all that stuff because there's people that actually love, love seeing it. Yeah. If you don't like it, just hit the snooze or delete it. You know, exactly. So (sighs) I tell you good times. Good, good. Good. Yeah. I'm very thankful for, uh, the moments that uh i shared with everyone at the weekender and you and um and then you didn't like me i didn't say that i thought you didn't like me all right we liked each other therefore, <laughs> I didn't like you. therefore you didn't like me <laughs> well, we had to have the last words and that's all we, we were that's very, right. <laughs> i think that's like it was just it was we had very yeah. personalities and, and you wait you're the are you the middle child you're yeah, the oldest i'm the oldest that explains a lot. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. uh, teasing. I know. I know. Well, so. thanks for doing this. Oh my gosh. Of course. Thanks for keeping me up for like past my bedtime. I feel like I'm really, lo- you know, living life. Yeah. Have another bottle of wine. <laughs> it'll be, it'll be fine. This is literally my, I made, I made like small pours. It's a weeknight. I know. It's a it's school, school night. night. <laughs> oh i'll never forget it just it didn't exist back then i i know like we would be just going out right now we would go to the bar until i don't know two three thirty what is yeah. what's cut off two thirty two and then two after hour party somewhere yeah i remember i never really went to diablos but that was an after party that there's always something happening and then yeah. we would roll into the office at nine o'clock yep as no if nothing happened the night before. No big deal. Now, if I drink too much, and when I, by drinking too much, I mean like 
three beers. Dead. Dead. <laughs> I literally can't pull myself together for two days. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. terrible. Well, keep in touch. Yes, absolutely. Keep, we'll do keep, we'll do sushi. Yes. For real. Yes. Sushi for real. For real. Uh, hopefully the uh the pandemic subsides sooner than later. But keep posting pictures of your beautiful family. I wish you all the very best. Thank um, you. And you do the same. I will. This is awesome. I'm proud of you. I'm excited for you. Um, keep doing it and just keep being you. We love you. One day, I love you guys too. I really do. And then one day, hopefully, uh, we can do a uh, in-person weekender reunion. We have to. Yeah. We, we really do. Yeah, for sure. That would be awesome. That would be better than I said this to... I think Bridget, no, Nikki, I think I said it too. I think that would be more fun than my high school reunion was. Oh, absolutely. We don't do high school reunions. We do weekend reunions. Yes. Yes. I agree. That would. <laughs> I'm not sure how we would all feel the next day. Get, get a babysitter. Get a babysitter for the night. For two days. Like, yeah, two days. You're going to need a day to recover. There's Uber now. Uber exists. <laughs> Uber? Like Exactly. We love it. I'm actually happy. I'm happy two things didn't exist when we were young. Uh, camera phones and Uber. Amen to that. I mean, Uber. I don't know. I say Uber because I feel like I would have gotten out of control more than I already was. Oh, for sure. At least you have you had to be a little bit responsible. Yeah. I also I also had Mikey G. Mikey G yes. was my DD more times than I can count. Shout out Mikey G. Thank you for, uh, if it wasn't for him, I, I'd probably be, I'd probably be uh, in some trouble somewhere. So thanks. Mikey. Yeah. He always, he always made sure we were all safe. He did. He's a good so. guy. <laughs> He's the man, but well, I'll let you go to bed. I don't, want, right. I don't well, want you to wake up tomorrow being like that fucking pop go guy. <laughs> No, never, never, never. This was a lot of fun and it brought back a lot of great memories and exciting to just, you know, share what we loved so much about a really special time in our life. Like that was, those were the years that really kind of shaped us and our careers moving forward. And I, and I, um, hold the weekender in a very special place in my heart. Yeah. If it weren't for the weekender and for you, I mean, I don't know where I'd be. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Make sure you stay on the next one too. All right, I will. <laughs> oh man. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. All and right. um, you know, if you ever need a reliable used vehicle, <laughs> check Don't out our okay. later. 10 per, 10% discount for you. There you go. <laughs> Just get them. All right. Well, on, 10% on a car, that's a lot. I don't, do you want to go that low? I hey, I have no say. Okay. I just <laughs> It's Ryan that does all the things. He's gonna be like, okay, okay. What are you drinking another glass of wine? <laughs> I have it on record. It's on record. So you're screwed. She told me I could have it. Oh Lord. <laughs> well, thanks again for having me. And no, thank you. Um tell Amanda I said hello and I will that little booger for me. I will. He's so cute. Same to you and yours. All right. Well, have a great night. You too. Thanks. You got it. Bye. All right, see you.